the last session, yes, stuff happened. Lots of stuff happened that was building towards something. And I think we're going to find out what that is this session. So last time, no, let, let me see whether I can get all this straight. Spencer is lying in wait on top of the roof uh, across from the house where the dissenters in the town, the people who were very much against what the Reverend Cornfield and his followers were doing, were gathered. There is an angry mob outside the house who have set fire to the house. Uh, or at least parts of the house. Jane and Charles are inside the house along with the scared people, the smoke and the flames. Uh, Ethan and Greg are in a shed just outside the house in a motorcycle and sidecar. And Bart is coming to join everyone with his new army of friends. His, his army of limbless, slithering friends. Uh, along with the Serpent Scepter which he finally managed to to uh, connect with thanks to a little trip into the dreamlands, a chat with Tyranish, and some deal that sort of indicates that maybe the scepter is hers and she's expecting further favours from Bart now. But I'm sure there will be no repercussions there whatsoever. Oh, well, of course not. <laughs> so, as I mentioned... Ethan and Greg were sitting in this motorcycle and sidecar in the shed outside the the now yeah well it's not quite in full flame but they're certainly smouldering and and uh, very smoky building across. There is the angry mob outside and I think they were preparing to do something. So w what is it exactly that Ethan is doing at this stage? I am I'm driving out there and I'm trying to. Get everyone's attention and tell them to stop. This is not what the Reverend would have wanted. Stop. Okay, so you go tearing out. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I assume just <laughs> sli slamming through, slamming through the barn doors and the shed doors uh, as you tear. You know, do a uh, what a hairpin turn to to go down the side of the house and. What, are you stopping just short of the mob? Are you going into the mob? What exactly are you doing? Just short of the mob. Okay, so yes, the motorcycle and sidecar pulls up just between the mob and the building. There are, as, as I said, a couple of dozen angry people there. Some of them with flaming brands. Uh, some of them with guns. Uh, all of them with some kind of weapon, rather. And they certainly look startled. I mean, Sheriff Benson who is the head of the mob, definitely looks startled to see you come up. Um, you know, Greg, Greg is excited as all get out by this. He is baying in that horrible sibilant way of his that is just cutting through the noise of the mob. <laughs> all right, Greg, calm down. Everyone halt, stop. I think, I, I, I think this is a good opportunity for you to make some kind of social skill role. I, at the very least, you do have everyone's attention, but it's a question of what kind of attention you might have. I, I think the kind of entrance you're making there, it sounds like an intimidate role to me. Oh, no, I'm not very intimidating. It's the accent. I, I, it's I, will, no. I will give you a bonus <laughs> die on this because right. you have just made a hell of a... 
Well, actually, I'll give you two bonus <laughs> dice, thinking about it, because, yes, you've made a hell of an, intro, an entrance, and you have Greg in the sidecar. I think Greg always has to your intimidate. All right, okay. And my elephant gun on my back. Okay, so <laughs> 22 and an 8 and a 4. I needed to get 15 to have the intimidate work. Ooh, so that's a fail. Okay, well... Uh, so you got 22 versus 15 there. I mean, you could spend seven points of luck. Or you could just fail. Um, I think I'll use the seven points of luck. I have 84 luck. Mm -hmm. Wish I had that yeah. much sanity, you know what I'm saying? It's not... <laughs> <laughs> no one made you start the game with 40, 30 power. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. it was fun. <laughs> I've had fun. I regret nothing. <laughs> well then... Yeah, so what, what what are you saying to the crowd to, to try to get them to... I'm saying, uh, I'm saying halt, halt. The Reverend wouldn't have wanted this. Stop. The Reverend... Yeah. Well, Sheriff Benson, yeah, as, as soon as he burst out, I mean, he's there, yeah, he's got a couple of his men with him, and they're immediately pointing guns at you. But as you shout this, yeah, the, the guns drop a bit. And... Yeah, the, the sheriff holds his hand up and says, Hang on, fellas, let's hear what he has to say. At that, the crowd largely goes quiet, and you've got the, these 20-odd angry armed people just staring at you, slightly subdued, waiting for whatever it is you're about to say next. Sheriff, when I first came to this town, you... You brought me to the to, to the Reverend, and a few hours before his death, he healed me, and he allowed me to become full lizard person, and I start ripping my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Okay, I think at this stage, I'm going to make a sanity roll for Sheriff Benson to see how he reacts to this. Okay, well, that's a zero eight on Sheriff Benson's sand roll, which is probably all for the best. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, he's... A, a few people in the crowd at this stage are gasping and standing back. Some are looking quite pale. And the sheriff, again, as, as you rip your skin off and show the, the scaly inhumanity underneath, he, he raises his gun up for a moment, his eyes wide, but then the gun dips back down. And... He he looks at you for a moment, just in wonder, and says, w Was this the Reverend's gift to you? This was the Reverend's gift. And his dream for our future where we could live in peace with the scumbags in that house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with that, Sheriff Benson drops to his knees in front of him. And yeah, a few of the other people in the crowd start doing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am the Lizard King. <laughs> Kneel before me. <laughs> okay, well, what is uh, Spencer doing as he witnesses this glorious transformation. Well, first of all, actually, let's have a sanity roll from Spencer because he has just seen Ethan rip his skin off to reveal the serpent person underneath. 
Absolutely. Please be okay with I this. I roll a 33. And what is Spencer's current sanity? Uh, current sanity is sitting on uh, 41. Oh, thank God. Wow, I'm more sane than Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> but shockingly less space for sane than Bart. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> well, that only numerically. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously Spencer is reactions to this however he pleases he's you know, the the immediate shock hasn't overwhelmed him but that you know that doesn't necessarily mean he has to be happy about it that is entirely up to you so so what is spencer's reaction at seeing this strange transformation i think he mutters under his breath something along the lines of you've got to be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but apart from that, is he doing anything, or is he still biding his time up there on the roof? No, he's he's. he's... <laughs> I was just going to shock the whole group by suddenly exclaiming, and Spencer shoots <laughs> Curran in the head. Or something. <laughs> no, That's why I was worried about you going insane. I'm like, he's going to fucking kill me, isn't he? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. Uh, I think Spencer's going to sit up there and just watch more unfold by this time to the perfect opportunity well then inside the house uh, obviously Charles was shot a little while back the place is filling up the smoke there's panicking people in there Jane was caught up in the midst of all this the one thing that you're aware of however is that uh, the sounds from outside the house have changed completely that whereas there was the noise of an angry mob before, now, yeah, it's got much quieter. There's still the sounds of people out there, but they're murmuring, and you can hear a fairly familiar South African accent you know, speaking to them all, and they they all seem to be quite hushed out there. So, how are they reacting to me lying on the floor? Are they still viewing me as a threat, or are they all looking out the windows? Like, Yeah, well, I think yeah, any follow-up gunfire or anything like that has been cut short by the fact that there is this change from outside. And then, and then you can hear one of the men who was at the window looking out, obviously getting ready to shoot the mob if necessary suddenly cries out and says oh, oh sweet jesus what 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 is that thing and you can hear him smashing the window uh and you, you, through the smoke jane can see him leveling his rifle as if to shoot something through the window so so charles is like so when he's sort of knocked to the ground he, he reaches for his shoulder feeling the blood pouring up between his fingers he leans down grabs his gun ready for a, a gunfight and then looks around in surprise as literally no one in the room is paying attention to him <laughs> hey there <laughs> what, what 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 the hell you just you can't just shoot a guy and then and he's gonna sort of push himself up and again see if anyone's reacting at all no, they are too busy looking out the window of whatever it is this this gunman has spotted that he is training his rifle on. So, what is it that Jane's doing at the moment? Because she is obviously closer to the mob. 
Yes, I think, um, I mean, Jane was very preoccupied with this fire. Um, and I think she yelled at someone like, get me a bucket. <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I don't so... know if she actually obtained the bucket at this point, but I think it was, it was because they had a well outside. I, I would assume that there is some kind of receptacle available. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Because you, yeah, you've been trying to get hold of a bucket to form the bucket brigade. Yeah, let's let's assume then that you've got a couple of the kids who are there running around, beginning the bucket brigade. Okay. But while, while this is happening, obviously there is now this gunman who is screaming in terror at something he's spotted outside and getting ready to shoot it. I think um I think Jane would have been quite distracted by that. I just um. Uh, when she sort of looks around to what the gunman's screaming, can she kind of see out as to what's happening past him? Or I mean, the gunman hasn't shot yet. He's still staring wide-eyed in terror, and you can see over his shoulder there is this motorcycle sidecar parked in front of the mob outside. The mob are getting to their knees, or some of them are getting to their knees in front of this. In the sidecar is Greg. Uh, who is he's he's now half out of the sidecar there up on his hind legs head up in the air just baying and next to him you thought it was Ethan for a moment and it certainly sounds like Ethan as he's speaking but his head is all wrong it's misshapen and it's covered in scales Okay, I quite like the idea of Jane just kind of running up like, what now? And she's thinking about this fire, because she's like, <laughs> that's something I can control, I had that under control, getting that done, and now, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so she's got a bucket in her hands, and she just kind of like drops it onto the floor. <laughs> whatever remaining water was in it, like, or whatever is just kind of <laughs> spilt out onto the ground, because <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> Christ, uh, what What do you see? What's going on? And Charles is going to start like pushing people out the way, yeah. uh, probably quite violently as he's like in agony, sort of clutching his shoulder in one hand, <laughs> barging people out the way. What is it? Do I have to make a sanity roll or? You do, and so does Charles. Yeah. As he makes his way up. <laughs> I'll do that, you know, in character while the bucket's hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm figuring out what my brain is doing. <laughs> Um, Charles has passed 30 versus um, 43. Christ, is that Ethan? Oh, God, I knew we'd turn, but this is... And then Charles just, like, stares down at his hand and then thrusts it into his pocket. (laughs) Okay, I rolled a 27 and my sanity's 55. Okay, so so you both passed. Can I also have a luck roll for Charles as well, please? 29 versus... I don't really have that much luck. Uh, 29 versus 84. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you described how you were barging and pushing your way through the people to the window. Yeah. So luckily, one of the people you push just at the last minute as you get into the window is the guy with the gun. So as, as he pulls the trigger, the gun goes up in the air... And the shot goes wild. It goes just goes up into the night sky and doesn't blow Ethan's head off from behind. <laughs> is is that the guy that um, shot me? You don't know. the The gunshot just came out of the smoke in the house. Right. Well, Charles is going to grab the barrel up high. So as 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 the the barrel goes up, Charles is going to grab it and go, "Whoa, there! You can't be trusted with this young fella." And he's just going to rip it out of this guy's hands. <laughs> I, so obviously Ethan is aware of this gunshot from a few feet behind him, 
I, I, Greg, Greg at this stage just whips around in the direction of the noise, uh, still baying and snarling, getting ready to leap in the direction of whatever made that sound. The crowd who are now kneeling before Ethan, some of them are getting up and they're reaching for weapons now. Right, folks, we are in big trouble. I know you didn't like to hear this before, but we need to get the hell out of here and we need to get the hell out of here now. That door, now! And he's going to point to the back door. Okay. Well, the, the other thing you can see, which the crowd out in the street can't, as you're looking out the window, is there is something moving in the direction of the crowd outside. You can see it's like the the street, the road outside has come alive and is just crawling in all directions. And you can see this, this greenish glow coming from the centre of it that is just illuminating what looks like the form of Bart. At this point, Bart is just walking forward, hands upraised <laughs> like a bad Jesus Christ in a in an old religious movie, attempting to look beautific as he just marches forward with the snakes. <laughs> How are people reacting? So basically all the NPCs in this are oblivious to what's going on, but the, but the, the four of you can just see Bart and his serpent army marching down the road towards glory. Jane, Jane, Jane just says... Jesus Christ, I can't believe these things just keep happening. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to see all this and I'm going to be like, God, I I fucking love Bart sometimes. Right. (laughs) Put my hands up and I say, and I say, just know that you're going to be tested. There is a test coming. (laughs) (laughs) What's Spencer's reaction to this new development? I'm I'm just still sitting up at the top watching everything going on. I take my hat off and wipe my brow and put my hat back on, jam it down tightly over my brow, and I think I mutter something to myself like, God damn, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you having some popcorn or beef jerky or something, just being like, shit, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Still still poised and, and ready and alert if I need to uh, take action. So it sounds like Charles was trying to get everyone out of the burning house. The complication is that you, you're trying to get them out through the back door. Is the back of the house that's on fire. Right. Um. I'm supposing that the two-child... Uh... Bucket army hasn't been that effective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how wide is the house, and how much? Like, is there a way I could just like smash through a wall, or um, you know, open a window with you know, like, what are my options in terms of going out the back? Is it just like a raging inferno and the back's off limits? Yeah, I mean, it, the fire has certainly spread an awful lot since you know all this kicked off, and pretty much the entire back wall of the house and a lot of the floor around there is on fire. The kids who were ineffectually throwing buckets of water have obviously scattered round the back somewhere and the fire is spreading. I mean, if you're going to take people out through the back, it is going to involve getting them to run through flames and possibly through a floor that is going to collapse. Just, just because Joe was mentioning getting out the side of the house, uh, houses of that period would be timber framed, so you'd have some thin... Uh, siding on the outside. 
And if you're lucky, plaster and lathe. If you're unlucky, shiplap on the out, on the inside. But it's doable. And you've subscribed to House Facts. House Facts. Um, so I've, I've got weird science. <laughs> How about if I pull out one of the dynamite sticks and adjust its size, uh, you know, just sort of, you know, pull it apart and then so I can blow a hole in the wall, but without, you know, killing everyone. Can I weird science this? Oh, I yeah. find a knot I... to shove it into. I don't have demolitions, so it'd have to be, right. have to be a weird science thing. Yeah, that's... Okay, I'm just trying to think, if you don't have demolitions, what would be the appropriate skill for weird science to act on there? Um, oh, I, I'd i say it's going to be... I, I know this is a, not an obvious use of weird science, but I'd actually put it down to spot hidden to find just the right place to, to blow. What I want, though, is a hard success because this this isn't uh, an easy thing to work out in a hurry. Okay, so flames are roaring, guns are shouting outside, people in the room are screaming. Charles is going to say, Everyone back to the wall! And then pull out some dynamite and wave it above his head and then just run <laughs> forward. Like, like, sticks it in his mouth and bites off a chunk of it, <laughs> spits it in a direction and thrusts it into, uh, into a gap in the wall. You can't okay. get more poppy than this, Scott. No, 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 no. <laughs> make, make, make that I... roll. 77 <laughs> versus, well, uh, 42, so I need a 21. So I'm, I'm 56 points off. How much luck you got? <laughs> I've got lots of luck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend 56 <laughs> points of luck. Jesus, you are. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> then <Okay>. yeah. yes <laughs> you, 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 you thrust the dynamite in just the right place to, to blow the back off the house um, I mean, fortunately you shouted at everyone else to get back I mean, they might have had reservations about moving in the direction of the strange snake man and his serpent hound outside until they saw you running around in flames with a stick of dynamite in your hand yeah, that's convinced them to back off the one complication here that you're going to have to deal with is the fact that while everyone else has got clear, you, by the dint of the fact that you've just you know, gone and done this, haven't. So I am going to want a dodge roll just to get clear of the past <laughs> radius. Well, I will also say that this luck spend has taken me below 30. Yeah. <laughs> and you're already quite badly hurt, so this, this could and be bad. My dodge roll has failed with a 73 versus 46. Okay, so yeah, there is this almighty explosion. The back blows off the house, and you know Charles has planned this just right. I mean, he's done so in a way that stopped the fire from spreading. That you know the house isn't collapsing. Um, it you know it's put out most of the flames. So yeah, this is going to allow these people to run to safety. However, Charles is caught in the blast radius of a stick of dynamite. And that is going to hurt, hurt a little bit, I'd say. Uh, so let's make a roll for how much damage he's taken. Uh, you can no longer walk. No. So uh, D D four that <laughs> D two. Uh, that would be sixteen points of damage. 
it, it, it is a much smaller stick of dynamite than the usual one. Okay, so I have ten hit points. That takes me down to minus six. Okay, so what what Jane can see as the smoke clears from this explosion is the very badly bloodied and unconscious form of Charles just lying there in the rubble, lying there very still. <laughs> and Jane at this point, after, you know, having seen the fire go off and then seen Ethan rip his uh, face off or the aftermath of it and then also seeing Charles then sticking some TNT into the wall and getting blown up she's just like Jesus fucking Christ I wish I'd never <laughs> taken on this mission despite everything screaming at her to just run away she's just like I, I need to try and help him out so I'm gonna go over to to see how Charles is and see if I can kind of maybe try to drag him with me yeah I mean, the, the, the floor has partially collapsed. I mean, there isn't a cellar, mercifully, but the floor has partially collapsed, so you're sort of clambering down through the wreckage to get to him. At the same time as you're doing this, there are now screaming and panicking people running past you, jumping over the holes in the ground, getting out through this new hole, getting away from the madness outside, and all the snakes and the monsters and the gunfire and so on that's happening out there. Um... So, but, uh, yeah, as you're doing so, I mean, they're running past you, but you're, you're not in any danger from this. Uh, you can give me a first aid roll just to see whether you can stabilise Charles in his current condition. Um, I don't think I have any skin. Just checking. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Uh, oh, 30 on a 30. That is a success. Okay, so can you can you roll a d4, please? Uh, yep. Okay, I rolled a three on the d4. So, yeah, I mean, Jane is down there in the rubble, just yeah, administering to the unconscious form of, of Charles. Uh, you can find that there is a pulse there. That there are a few open wounds, and you're staunching the blood flow. And you know, as, as you... So, uh, administering the best medical slap you can to his face you, 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 he starts stirring a bit and and yeah you charles does get three hit points back at this stage as he recovers consciousness how does that work with um the rules because obviously i'm on minus six or on well, zero no. does that put me on three that puts you on three yes okay and um do i see any fresh scales in his wounds or anything uh, there are an awful lot of cuts and lesions all over his body, that, but at the moment they're just bleeding. Um, so I just kind of slap at him a bit like, Charles, Charles, for Christ's sake, we need to get out of here. Didn't you say that yourself? Come on, let's go. Let's, while, while you're dealing with that, let's cut back outside to the front. Uh, so as as Bart turns up with his army of snakes... You know, he can see that that Ethan, or at least something wearing Ethan's clothes, is standing there in front of the house. There is a Greg in the sidecar of the motorcycle, baying away. You heard gunfire. Um, there are people kneeling down towards uh, Ethan. And just as you, know, you and your snakes are getting there and you're beginning to sort of register everything that's going on, there is an almighty explosion as the back of the house blows out. What do you do? Uh, so has the crowd and people dispersed then? 
Oh God, no, no. They, oh, some of them are backing off yeah, as, as a result of the explosion. Others are just standing there in shock, and some of them in awe at the sight of, of well, what do you assume is Ethan. Uh, the, the, the whole situation has got as weird for them as it is for you. Uh, do they pay any <laughs> attention to, to me at all, or is the situation just so crazy that they're, they're distracted by by everything? Well, I think, yeah, as some of them are backing away from the explosion particularly, the fact that they are now there with, you know, in the midst of this growing carpet of rattlesnakes suddenly does focus their attention somewhat. Some of them are looking down. In, in fact, let's let's have a luck roll for Bart at this stage. Because, as, as we established last time, Bart has no control over these rattlesnakes. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make the luck roll. Well, uh, shit, that, that's a 91. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a success. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so so in the last session, I, I already had really high luck. And then when we did the refresh, I, I managed <laughs> to still fail it. So now I have Dang even oh. higher luck than I began the campaign with. Well, this is for the best then. So as people stagger backwards into the the crowd, uh, the the carpet of rattlesnakes, mercifully at this stage, no one has got bitten. Yeah, there, there are, there's the sound of a few irritable rattlers rattling. Uh, there's some hissing going on, but you know, the people on the edge have backed off, and uh, you know, things haven't escalated beyond all control at this stage. Um, right, okay. Uh, can I <clears throat> try and visual, you know, sort of like visualize myself? So basically, I'm trying to control the snakes, which I have no control over, but I have some sort of connection with them and can sort of, you know, sort you of kind try. of communicate with them a bit. Can I visualize myself as a snake rattling just just furiously to try and uh, disperse the crowd to get them to back away from the snakes and then realize, ah, danger, run away from me, crowd of, you know, swarm of snakes. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I said, the, the staff doesn't give you any control over them, so I'm just sort of imagining Bart standing there with his eyes closed, visualising a rattle, just while all these snakes carry on with their own business around. <laughs> People of Bingham, hear me! Um... Well, this would be a good opportunity, I think, then, for a an intimidate or persuade role. Uh, oh, um, persuade, I did say you will be tested. Oh, <laughs> Bart's not very persuasive. That, that seems out of character. Uh, uh, could, could I could I do can I do a charm roll? I'm I'm very charming. Yeah, I I yeah. Yeah, Bart seems to be very good one-on-one, -on -one, but here you're addressing a large crowd. Bart seems to be out of his element. Um, it, it's just the British accent. It's very charming. It's not, you know. <laughs> okay, here goes the intimidation roll. It's a six! <laughs> I got to 15 intimidate a six! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> then, yeah, as Bart shouts that, the crowd 
or at least those who aren't groveling before Ethan at the moment, turn towards Bart, and yeah, you, you have the attention of the vast majority of the crowd. Oh, that's a good point. We, we haven't had the sanity roll for Bart, seeing what's happened to Ethan. Let's take care of this. Um, Scott, I'm, I'm hardened. Does that help at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do succeed on my sand roll 52 okay. against 67. Yeah, like you said, Bart is pretty inured to this kind of thing. Right, so I'm looking into the crowd and I, I clock Ian and he's looking very snaky. Uh, uh, absolutely snaky, yes. Okay, then I, um, having seen Ethan, I, I sort of do a double take and reevaluate sort of my plans and how I'm going to approach this. Um, Scott, did the, the preacher mention any specific snake uh, god yes he did in his sermons uh, actually no sorry he mentioned yig in conversation but he didn't in the sermons he just referred to god we are the prophets of god sent to you by him to prevent you from doing this great crime vengeance is mine says the lord disperse here today the lord will see to his um i i and then i release the snakes at this point uh can I even do that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just want you to like make the like conscious have go forth snakes and then like nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically every snake from around Bingham for, you, know, you can feel is being drawn towards you. But once they get here, yeah, that's they're they're, <laughs> they're not under your control. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. I, I guess I guess I'm okay with that for for now. Uh, it's a problem for later, I guess. Uh, how does the crowd react? Uh, well, yeah, because you passed your role earlier. The crowd, the crowd seem to be believing what you say. Uh, yeah, between that and Ethan's new appearance, yeah, they are absolutely in awe of. Yeah, you know, this this miracle that you brought into their midst. So, so what's what's Spencer making of all this from his vantage point on the roof? <laughs> I'm just looking on, kind of like shaking my head, <laughs> not really being able to say a lot right now. <laughs> just watching it all unfold. <laughs> Oh, that Bart. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, back in the house, Jane has managed to bring Charles round. Charles is obviously still really badly battered. But, yeah, the people who were within the burning house have largely scattered out the back. The fire is out. The angry crowd outside now seems to be completely subdued, and you can hear what sounds like Bart preaching a sermon to them out there. Is that Bart? What, what the hell happened? How long was I out? God, for about a minute, tops. <laughs> Bloody God, I was there. Jesus, reminds me of my grandpappy f- fishing. Did, did it, is everyone out at least? Everyone's safe? <laughs> I think so. I mean, 
I don't know where they've got. I sort of start looking around. Can we see any of the people from the house? Have they all just completely scarpered? Yeah, they they've just scattered to the four winds at this stage. Okay. Like, um, like any sane person would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think Jane is again like her strongest desire right now is to run, but she also just needs to know what happens. She just needs to know, <laughs> for better or worse. So um. She's kind of. I, I can kind of, is, is Charles basically like up and mobile, or am I having to kind of like shoulder him a bit? Hey, I'm I'm Texer. It takes more than a stick of dynamite to take me down. <laughs> <laughs> if if you uh, help him to his feet, he can he can stagger and limp. Okay, cool. So I'm not kind of like bringing Charles with me if I kind of go around to see what's happening next. Basically, <laughs> you, you might have to help him out of the hole in the floor, but once once he's got yeah. past that, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think um, Jane is, is wanting to go see what, what the hell's going on with Bart, because I'm assuming she can kind of hear Bart and see a little bit of what's happening, but isn't really fully understanding what's going on yet. Okay, so as you go over towards the front, I, are you opening the door or just looking out the window? Uh, I guess I could just look out the window for now. <laughs> okay. So looking out the window, yeah, then you get the sight of... You know, there's this crowd of townsfolk. They're now pretty much in the midst of the sea of rattlesnakes. Uh, there is Bart standing in the midst of all the rattlesnakes, holding this snake-like staff with glowing green eyes. There is still Ethan and Greg um, on the, the motorcycle and sidecar. And... Yeah, everyone out there seems quite subdued. I think, yeah, I think Jane would be somewhat relieved to see Bart, but also <laughs> full of confusion and trepidation as to the situation he's currently in. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, Jane and Camille both are feeling a bit like, what the hell do I do right now? <laughs> so she's just almost in, a bit entranced by the situation at this point. She's just going to come outside to see what the hell's happening. She's like trying to note in as much as she can of the scene as it happens. Kind of also thinking a little bit like, what the hell has happened to Spencer? Like everyone else is, is here. Can she, can she see Spencer? Well, you give me a spot hidden roll because he is okay. hidden. I got a two against eighty, so I think I do. All right. So, so, so <laughs> yes, yeah, you can, you, you can see Spencer lying there very stealthily on the roof of a nearby house. No one else seems to have noticed him, but yeah, he's plain as day to you. Mm. I just think about it to myself like he always seems to know where to be. <laughs> <laughs> I could do with picking up this skill. <laughs> I've been in this game for five years. It's it's something I've acquired over a very long <laughs> period of time. So so obviously then Ethan hears the door behind open, and there's Jane coming out. And is Charles staying in the house, or is he heading out as well? Yeah, he'll, he'll stumble after Jane. Mm. I imagine we're kind of like backlit by fire as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, I've got a John John Woo moment. Can there be like a dove that flies across us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dove flies across the back, and then suddenly Greg's tongue snakes out, grabs hold of it, pulls it down. There's this munch, 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 and a little flutter of feathers. <laughs> a little bit of a burp, uh, burp. And a feather comes out. <laughs> 
can I have a, an intelligence roll off uh, Charles? And I, I know the irony of asking this, just to see whether, just to see whether something might occur to him. Charles, Charles rose a three versus forty. <laughs> okay, so I, you, you, you remember then that as part of your initiation into the cult of Yig that you were promised that you were now a friend to serpents and serpents wouldn't harm you and so you're probably okay with all these rattlesnakes around but it might occur to you that Jane was never initiated presumably Jane wouldn't just stroll out the, the rattlesnake oh no 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 but it's just yeah obviously I, I'm just reminding you that one of that you know you're safe in this situation, and that everyone else who was with you is, but probably not Jane and probably not Spencer. So as as we escape and the sort of fire dies down, and, and I'm sort of leaning on Jane's shoulder, I guess, and, and limping out. Charles is going to turn to Jane and go, Jane, do you, do you have a plan? Uh, standing out in front of these people doesn't seem like a good idea to me. And as a, as a rattlesnake sort of comes up close, he's just going to kind of shoo it away with his foot. <laughs> plan? <laughs> what, what, can, what plan can one possibly have in this situation, Charles? If that is uh, your real name? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's Ethan doing, by the way? Because obviously you know, he does have these worshippers in front of him and all these snakes mm-hmm. and so on gathered around. And now the other two behind you. You are still very much the focus of attention for at least half of the crowd. Right, well, I was going to... I wanted to start rallying everyone and bring them back towards the reverend's home. That was going to be the... So we could have a, a sermon, say goodbye to him, and then also root around his stuff and find out where this location in the desert is so we can actually, you know, see what's going on. Uh, this connection with Yig didn't come out of nowhere. Is everyone else going along with this? Uh, I mean, it's going to be very easy for Ethan to get these people to follow him, because in his new form, they see him as being close to the divine. I, I turn to Charles and I just say, um, "Do we, do we need to kill Ethan now?" <laughs> my head does a full like one eighty without my shoulders moving, and I just say. <laughs> <laughs> and I just say, you actually need to kneel. <laughs> Charles is going to like drag um, uh, Camilla down and it, it sort of kneel on the back of a snake and just sort of throw it out of the way. And he's going to shout out, oh, mighty snake god, be merciful on us, non-snaky followers. Lead us to, to your, uh, as your, I don't know what to say, as your will de- declares for, what would I imagine uh, you're like three snakes. meters away, so they're further away from me than you are at this point. So I'm turning back. I'm like, it's good stuff, Charles. Keep it up. You're doing good. <laughs> Under my breath. I'm just sitting on the top of this building, face palming. In the <laughs> no, seriously, though, do we need to kill Ethan now? It seems like he's the new reverend. I, I've been wanting to kill Ethan since I met him a few years back. But if we kill him right now, then that guy, that horde that he, he's codified is gonna rip us apart just play along oh mighty snake god be merciful oh mighty us. messenger yog y- uh yag it's <laughs> <laughs> now on the yig thing they don't know about that oh uh god huh? mighty mighty snake 
while all this while all this is going on, can I have a spot hidden roll from Spencer, please? Sure. Eighteen. Okay. Versus your spot hidden of of eighty. <laughs> I thought I was going to okay. say hundred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that so that is uh, not quite an extreme success, but certainly a hard one. Then you. You can see, while obviously everyone is busy with this, and there are still a few fires burning around the back from some of the timbers that have been blown out, and all the people who were in the house have long scattered, but you can see that there is one form that is walking towards, well, maybe not towards the house directly, but certainly towards the town from the outskirts. And it's, it's now passing by the, the burning wreckage, it doesn't seem to be heading towards the house. It's walking almost parallel. And, yeah, as as some of the light catches it, you can see that it's a naked man just walking past the wreckage. And in the light there, you can make out the form of Reverend Cornfield. No. And and, and shall we leave this, this episode there? Fantastic. What a fantastic ending. I can't wait to find out <laughs> what happens next. Uh, thank you, ev- everyone at home, for listening. And uh, thank you, you all, for playing. Uh, my name is Jay Tree. If you want to get in contact with me, you can find all of our work on howwerollpodcast.com. Um, you can find me particularly at HWR Podcast on Twitter. You can find us on the podcast Facebook podcast Facebook page, um, on our Discord. There's a link to that on the show notes, our Reddit page, and directly at howwerollpodcast at gmail.com. Um, Curran, how can people find more of your work? Um, if anyone wants to find my stuff, you can. I'm sure I'll be linking to it at some point via my social media, so I'll just link to that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at the handle uh, at uh, current underscore lines. That's K U R A N S underscore L I N E S. Um, or on the How We Roll Discord. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, uh, Dave, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, as always, I'm Dave. Uh, the only place you can find me is on our Discord. We've got a great group of people there. Come check us out. Jo- join us. Well, it's a very, very cool place. We've uh, followers. Uh, it's, it's been really active recently. We've actually recently started a How We Roll book club, which I, I, I've never been part of a book club before, but I'm quite excited to, to see how it works out. So yeah, come check us out. Um, Aaron, how can people find you? Anything you'd like to share or talk about? Hello. Yes, I would also like to say that I am also um, found on the Discord of How We Roll. And uh, you just need to at me and I'm sure I will see. Amazing. Thank you. And uh, our last player today, uh, thank you, um, Camille, for joining us. And he said, Jane, how can people find more of your work? I am Jane now. Um, I'm actually Camille. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Camille Breward. Um, or I have actually just started using the How We Roll Discord now. Um, I don't use Discord very often, but I, I, I popped in because I heard there were some good memes. So I'm on board. Um, yeah, so Can people memes? do want to ask me questions. Well, did, 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 didn't, didn't you just learn that there's one of the listeners on there who's now cosplaying as Jane or planning to cosplay as Jane? Yeah, which I'm really excited about. That's amazing. Like, I never thought that someone would cosplay my character before, so that's that's incredible. Absolutely can't wait. <laughs> and yeah. there's, there's recently been cosplay of Ethan as well, which was with Greg. Amazing. Greg as a so cat. Good. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, with a cat. Oh, yes. 
I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but by no means least, thank you so much for joining us again, Scott. And uh, uh, where can people find more of your work? Well, yes, thank you. Um, yes, you can find me on the How We Roll Discord, like everyone else here. Um, I normally plug the good friends of Jackson Elias at the end of every episode, but I'll do something different this time. Um, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure when this episode is going out, but certainly by now, um, I, I should have an article, well, will definitely have an article, in issue 8 of Trebuchet magazine. Uh, so Trebuchet is an arts magazine. You can find it in bookshops and, mag- uh, and news agents around the world. It uh, the issue is all about uh, contemporary surrealism, and I've written an article for them called uh, um, Lovecraft, Artificial Intelligence and the Limits of Human Imagination, which is all about how artificial, in- uh, how artificial intelligence may someday bring uh, Lovecraft's dream of, of horrors that will drive humanity to madness to life. And it's a bit of fun. That sounds horrifying. Um, <laughs> definitely try to check that out. Sounds rad. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon with more Call of Cthulhu and more Dungeons & Dragons. If you can't wait that long, uh, the next episodes and more have already been uploaded to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. For $5 a month, you get early access to all our shows and you also get some secret bonus content, including Patreon-only recordings, such as our playthroughs of Space Between with uh, Scott Dorward as Keeper and Cult Divinity Lost with Craig from Red Noon Roleplay as GM. Uh, absolutely fantastic patreon is also the best way of supporting the show and without your support we actually can't continue to release every week so thank you to all of our patrons thank you so much and we want to say a huge thank you to our newest patrons nicholas dreyer thomas funk romulan rena and josh richter thank you we also want to say a big thank you to battle bards who supplied many of the sound effects and music you've heard in today's episode uh, so please do check out battlebards.com and give them a look um, that is all from us we'll be back very soon as i said with more call of cthulhu and more dungeon dragons so just check it out see you soon bye